I V M. Hello and welcome to the Habit Coach Podcast, the bite-sized podcast filled with quick and easy actionable habits. Remember, great habits create that awesome life. I am Ashton Doctor, your Habit Coach. And today's fun fact of the day has to do with World War II. Did you know that during World War II, civilians were encouraged to plant what are called victory gardens. As the wars progressed and were prolonged for many years, there was a big strain on the country to provide enough food to feed the people. A lot of the food had to be sent to the front lines where the troops had to be fed. What remained was then rationed out amongst the people. Rationing and food stamps were a very big part of the everyday life during the wars. The government started to promote the idea of victory gardens, where civilians grew fruits, vegetables and herbs to supplement the food stamps that they were given. They used every piece of land that they could find, backyards, public gardens, tops of buildings. And one of the most famous propaganda ads of the time was called Digging for Victory. When I heard about this, I absolutely loved the idea. Each person was responsible for the food and hence helping their country fight the war. Those that tended to the gardens would be better fed and life was easier. Those that did not tend their gardens often had less food and suffered. I like to think about a garden that we tend to each and every day. Our mind is like a garden. We are responsible for the way it grows and the fruits it gives. Almost all aspects of gardening can be correlated to the way that we should treat our minds. If a garden is not tended to, the weeds often take over. The weeds are like our negative thoughts. Thoughts that we don't want, don't need. And then they steal the nutrition needed for the positive thoughts to grow. Weeds multiply quickly, far faster than the plants that we intend to grow. Hence, any experienced gardener knows the weeds need to be removed on a regular basis. Now, once you've removed the weeds, we need to go about deciding what kind of seeds to plant. Seeds are like the ideas or intentions we have. They need to be chosen before planting. We can't just randomly plant orange seeds and then five years down the line expect apples from them. We have to plant those seeds we want. The best way to get a variety of seeds in your mind garden is to read. Listen to inspirational people. Learn new concepts and ideas. And as your habit coach, I think of each of my podcasts, articles, videos and posts as seeds to plant in your mind. I take this job very seriously because I know that you might not see them bear fruits for a while. But as long as the right seeds are being planted, there's an opportunity to have a beautiful and nourishing garden. Watering your garden is just the right amount of the thoughts that we have every day. The thoughts that float past your mind. Are you continuously watering your seeds with nurturing thoughts? Or are you overwatering them with too many thoughts? And these are like obsessions that we have. Or are we planting seeds and then forgetting to water them at all? Like that one plant in our house that we forget to water every single time. Introspecting and planning your day is a great way to water your seeds just the right amount. You're giving just enough attention for them to grow and not too much, not too little. If we want our garden to grow faster and bigger, we have to give it the right fertilizer. 
This is the knowledge that we get from reading and learning. Being in a constant state of learning is a great way to grow faster. It feeds the right nutrients to your garden. Adding rich, good quality fertilizer will be essential to growing the garden of your dreams. Now, we are obviously going to grow an organic garden. So what do we do about the pests? Insects and bugs and animals that come and destroy and eat up our beautiful garden. These are the people that come and destroy our minds. We all know people who eat up our heads, take from us without giving. They are the pests of our mind garden. If we use pesticides to deal with them, they go away for sure, but it leaves us toxic as well. Instead, we have to do what organic farmers do. They put plants that repel them. These are ideas that the pests find unappetizing and don't come around for. Example, showing empathy for someone you're gossiping about or putting up fences and just keeping the pests at bay. Whichever route you choose, make sure to keep the pests out of your garden, the one you're working so hard to create. The last thing you need for your mind garden is patience. Trees don't grow overnight. Plants will flower when it's the right season. Fruits will appear when it is the right time. Pick them too early and they're useless. Pick them too late and they're rotten. Patience is the key to growing your mind garden. Fall in love with this process of gardening. Tend to your mind garden lovingly and it will grow and bloom. So your simple habit for having the kind of mind you want is to start tending to it. Treat your mind like a beautiful garden that you are growing. Left unattended, it will be useless and unattractive. Weed it, seed it, water it, fertilize it. Get rid of the pests and then wait. Patience. Much like the victory gardens from World War II, our mind gardens are the key to the victory of our lives. So start these habits and share with us your progress using the hashtag TheHabitCoach. If you like this podcast, don't forget to check out other interesting podcasts on the IVM network. You can listen to us on the IVM podcast app or ivmpodcast.com. You can also follow us on social media. We are at IVM Podcasts on Twitter and Instagram. If you want to reach out to me, I am Ashden Doc on Twitter and Instagram. You can find lots more information on my website, awesome180.com or check out different content on my YouTube channel called A-W-E-S-O-M-E 180. That's Awesome 180.